up, everybody? Welcome back to the this edition of the Redbird Report. I am Cade Heather, sports editor here at the Vidette, and I am joined with my good friend and co-host, co-sports editor, yes. Jonathan Barless. Wow. How we doing? I'm fine. It's cold. Uh, school's canceled Wednesday, if you guys yeah. haven't heard yet. So uh, that? That, that that's we'll just start off with a piece of news for the first time in this podcast. Yeah. Uh, school is canceled Wednesday, so I Some mean, good news. I mean, everyone kind of relax, you know, stay out of the cold weather, and uh, hopefully the birds can stay out of the cold weather as well. Uh, and it looks yep. like they have been with a win yesterday, and uh, you know we can talk about their weekly recap as well. Uh, they played Bradley, yeah, Wednesday night, back. a very uh, disheartening loss. For a Redbird team has for a Redbird team that has been doing decently well the past mm-hmm. few stringer games, uh, you know Bradley one and five going into that matchup is an I seventy four matchup. It's touted. It's an MVC rivalry. Uh, all the seniors know the implications of this, especially Keyshawn Evans and Phil Fain uh, did speak about it in the press conference last Monday. But you know they were just simply outfought. Uh, you know Dan Muller said in the press conference that we got outfought. They were more physical. They had more guys ready to play, and it certainly showed on the court. Uh, it wasn't their best day. A lot of guys played bad, and he said that. And he wasn't. Uh, he wasn't very. He wasn't very quiet that game either. I mean, Muller did also get reprimanded <laughs> by the MVC office for a technical foul that was. It was pretty questionable in my opinion. I was. I wasn't yeah. too far away from that, but uh, it was. It was. Uh, it was not a good game overall. Uh, the coaching staff, especially the players as well. Uh, but it looked like Illinois State shot thirty-seven point seven. Yeah, uh, shot twenty-eight from three. Your thoughts yeah. on the shooting? I mean, <laughs> Bradley shot fifty-seven percent in that game. That's that's outstanding. More than half percent from from three-point. That's range. Fan. That's that's amazing. They made a lot and of shots and they needed eighty-five to. points. I mean, that's something that's been a problem for ISU this year is their defense, as we were just talking about. Yeah, they have the, they have the worst defense in the conference, giving up a thousand five hundred and twenty-five yeah. points, and they average seventy-two point six per given. That's that's a lot. Yeah. Yeah, and we've been talking about the defense all year, and to see the yeah, stat yeah. line like that, it kind of just shows you know yeah. where this team is and where they need to go. So yeah, I mean, and even Yarbrough said it after the game. I mean, if 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 we don't play defense, we're not going to win. Like yeah. period, you know. And then I mean, pretty pretty self-explanatory. Yeah, you know, you need to stop the other team from scoring. They haven't been able to to do that really uh, recently. Um, especially at Bradley, giving up Absolutely. 85 points, mm-hmm. and that's that. That's a tough loss, especially going into yeah. this next couple weeks, our uh, next couple games. Yeah, um, we could talk about last night's game, but before we do so, a couple updates. Uh, Malik Yarbrough has been playing with a sore knee for the past two mm-hmm. weeks or so, and he's still doing great. I mean, against Bradley, he had a 27 point game. The week or the game before that against Evansville, he had a 25 point or a 27 point performance and 25 at Bradley. Yeah. Uh, this game yesterday, he only had nine points. Mm-hmm. Fan four rebounds, five assists. He didn't play super well, but he played well enough to get yeah. the job done. And yeah, obviously, a positive building block from Wednesday to Sunday. The defense played a lot better. They looked a lot tighter. Yeah. They were making shots, and we could talk about Keyshawn obviously hitting the shots. Why, why don't you kind of go into that sense? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, it started right off from the bat, really. I mean, yeah, Phil hit a bucket. Malik hit a three. Keyshawn hit a few threes right there from the get go. Five in and the first quarter. And you knew quarter. the offense was rolling right, right from the right from the start. And that's what they need because. Like we've said all year, I mean, this team is undefeated when leading at halftime, and that's that's the most important here is to get off to a hot start because we saw earlier in the season games at Belmont, some road games, you know, UIC, they get off to really slow starts, and they're not able to overcome that at all. Mm-hmm. And it's really been one way or the other with this, with this team, I feel like. Either they get off to a really good start and they win, or they get off to a terrible start and, and they, they just kind of fold. You just, and yeah. And it kind of goes with that heads and heads and tails kind of thing. Like yeah. They yeah. they are a complete they they seem to have 
one or two outcomes that are defined by one half of basketball. And yeah. it's that first half. It's it's that first half. And we've shown, like we said, they're on 11-0 and undefeated when they lead at halftime. Mm-hmm. But the case when they're not leading at halftime, obviously a different story. Heads or tails. Uh, but nevertheless, they did come off with a big win yesterday. That's good. A win's a win. You take any win that you can get, especially in this conference. Uh, a lot of adversity shown, especially with Josh Jefferson nursing that broken collarbone. He is out for five to six weeks from Dan Muller. Yeah. He did say that uh, at Wednesday's press conference uh, in the press conference with Bradley. Uh, so that's that's a big loss for them because Jefferson was playing very well. He didn't yeah. earn a lot of starting yeah, uh, spots during the been, year. and. Uh, great addition off the bench for the most part he did like you said he, he started a few games and everything so i mean he, he came in here as a transfer and really uh really excelled uh, so far coming off and that hurts that really hurts the depth uh it does especially with uh Bruninga still out as well a lot of so. nursing it yeah injuries are kind of plaguing him right now but nevertheless phil fane Team high, 26 yeah. points yesterday. Keyshawn, really career or season high, 17 points. Uh, Malik, obviously, nine points, but he had a fantastic defensive game yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Redbirds, were hot. they were hot. Uh, they come out against an Indiana State team. They completely turn it around it, uh, coming off that loss against Bradley. Uh, they go up and they win you know, four, by 14 points, and they look great. They look yeah. good. They played solid basketball From throughout the finish. Yeah. yeah, I really like the way that they finished this game because – a lot a lot of the throughout the season you know we've we've seen ISU get up get up ahead and start to lose that lead or get into really close games at the end and I'm surprised that this game did not turn into a close one or one that I was, was surprised by too honestly one of the last few possessions mm-hmm. they're very similar Indiana State uh, Illinois State a lot not along with record wise but how kind of who they are as a team identity wise Illinois State kind of trying to find their way still I mean they're right in the middle of the pack they are third in the conference right now tied with Drake and Valparaiso with five and three record in conference and Loyola's the top dog right now at six and two but these next few games these are big these are huge games I yeah this is probably the biggest week of the of the season so far for ISU with Drake uh this Wednesday five and three Drake they're they're tied with Drake right now and it's on the road Redbirds are one and six on the road we know how much they've struggled and this would be a huge huge win if they're able to pick one up Mm -hmm. at Drake and then right there after that they turn it right around on Saturday and come back home and play first place Loyola so top two teams right now in the conference uh are next up on on the slate so this is going to be a big big proving ground for this team this this next these next two games are going to define who they are the rest of the time that they're going to be playing in conference and if they can get this win on the road and they come back home and they play Leola I think it's going to be you'll have all the momentum I think you have all the momentum going into that game and yeah yeah, why don't you go ahead I'll go ahead I mean (laughs) it's it's easy to see that we've we've been following this so far and we see this team kind of, you know, form into a team that is just hot and cold. They come out, and it's you never know what you're going to get. And, you know, although that isn't all bad, because most of the time, lately, it's been good. And you have that one bad game, and it just feels like it's taking a step back. But, you know, most importantly, they're pushing forward. I mean, they're still ahead in conference. They're tied for second place with Drake and Valparaiso. That's good. Five and three is a good spot to sit at right now, especially with Loyola at six and two. They still have a shot. And like Muller has been saying, yep. the meat grinder of the Valley, it's anyone's league, and anyone can beat anyone at any time. So I'm not worried. Like I've been saying, I haven't been worried so far since it's such a close conference right now. But they need to find their identity within this Valley con- like contention. Ultimately arising above the adversity with injuries yeah. and this hot and cold start. And, you know, on the road and their struggles that have their one and six on the road. And I think they're going to find it. And I think this is the week that it's going to be found. And 
they need to they need to compete. They need to come out and they can need to compete. And I think they will. I think they get this win against Drake. I think they go two and six. They come back home. They play Loyola, and it's anyone's game at that point. Hmm. You know, I think you're I think you're right. I mean, they definitely need to find that identity coming up. Th- I mean, this week, especially with injuries, I think. I mean, Yarbrough has always been the guy, the go-to guy, and everything. But now that you know he's been kind of nursing his knee mm-hmm. uh, as of late, you know, they really need him to, you know, take some rest. Uh, nurse that knee yeah you know get healthy because they they're they need him down the stretch and they can't they can't be giving him too many minutes right now because they're going to need him in a couple weeks and come march absolutely so, leading up to the, that arch madness they're definitely going to need a guy like malik yeah. to stay healthy and, and especially this is, per- yeah. this is a perfect time i mean yeah this is a perfect time for for Keyshawn evans to finally kind of get himself going because yeah. yarbrough's maybe you know trying to nurse his knee and then josh jefferson goes down you know, Bruninga's still kind out. Kind of unexpectedly, too. Like, no one really even yeah. knew why he was not dressed for, you know, three straight games. And then we just finally right. found it out in that press conference. Like, oh, well, that's 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 a big hurt for them. But anyways, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. And then and then Phil Fane really steps it up here uh, in, in yesterday's game. I mean, he had a, he had a not-so-great game at Bradley, like Dan Miller was talking about yesterday after the game. You know, he really, they really sat down with Phil, went through a lot of film and everything. He came back out yesterday and really turned mm-hmm. around. I mean, put up 26 points um, on 9 of 15 shooting. And, you know, I think that was huge for him, and I think that's huge moving forward. But coming, looking ahead at Wednesday's game at, at Drake, obviously Drake's uh, leading, scorer, leading scorer went down, um, I think, just before Valley play started. But Drake... Nonetheless, I mean they've they've still been winning ball games here. Uh, they just they just beat Valpo. They just beat Evansville, Bradley. Missouri. They're on a four game winning streak right yeah. now, and nine and one at home this year. I don't know. I, I I just can't see Illinois State going up there to Drake and pulling off a win against a good basketball team who's hot right now. Four yeah. wins in a row, nine and one at home, and ISU just one and six away from home. They've been I think they've been a little bit too much up and down this year that I can't see them pulling off the win. But you never know. It, yeah, you don't, you don't really know. They don't could come know. out. Keyshawn could score 17 be, in the first yeah, half and hit five threes. Yeah. Phil can come out, and he could do the same thing. It's yeah. just I think it, I think they can definitely give it. I mean, give them their money's worth. You know, yeah. make it a close game and all. I just don't know if they can pull it out at the end. But then they come back home for two games. Those will be two very important home games. I, I think so, next. too. And like we said in the past, uh, like we just said in this podcast, rather, uh, this next week is going to define them. Yeah. And if Mueller needs to implement something else to get a sort of change or keep something going, especially from Sunday's win, uh, I'd say keep it going because you need to find that consistency. Because right now, yeah. like we've been saying, they're up and down. Yeah. It's heads or tails. It's kind of like hot and cold. You need to find consistency now until you have that you get that strength you have those bearings going into mvc contention especially against these teams that are top three in the conference this is big this is a big week for them and mm-hmm. if they can pull through this adversity if they can rise above whatever is in their path i think they're going to be successful and you know it's all it all starts this week it all starts on wednesday and like we said it's hot and cold you kind of just Throw your hands up in the air and wait to, wait till they get out on the court and we'll see yeah. what happens. But so other than that, a, just, just about any game in this conference, that has, so that's far. how it is pretty much. So far. But yeah. we will wait and see until that happens as Illinois State will play Drake at Drake. Sorry, at January 30th at 7 p.m. That will be on the Valley at ESPN+. 
Uh, but this is pretty much all we have for you guys today, this time around. But be sure to follow us on Twitter at Vedette Sports and keep up with the latest on everything Illinois State Sports at VedetteOnline.com. Kate, uh, any last words for the listeners in our first podcast of the no, week? Not too much. I mean, we got the game on Wednesday. Follow, it up, follow us on Twitter for uh, all the updates on Wednesday. Uh, since school is closed on Wednesday, yes. our paper will be coming out on Friday instead of Thursday this yes. week. So that's getting pushed back a day. And then we're back at home uh, uh, at Redbird Arena on Saturday against Loyola for a late one at 9 p.m. Yep, we will be there live and ready covering that game, <laughs> another MVC yep. rematch. And uh, it'll be a good one. It'll be a late one, but it'll be a good one. So be yeah, sure absolutely. to follow us at Vedette Sports. And this has been the Redbird Report. We're John and Cade. We're signing off. We'll see you guys next week. Thanks.